Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. This is St. Louis on the Air from St. Louis Public Radio. I'm Elaine Cha. How many of us see music when we leave through a copy of National Geographic and actually turn what's there into lyrics for a song? Or how many of us can take scientific facts about water and make them both funky and informative, like the first track on local kindy musician Marco Polo's new album, Aquaphonic? It can flow from a solid block of ice to a liquid to a gas. Did you know there's vapors in the air all around? This chemical compounds precipitate down to the lakes, to the rivers, to the seven seas, feeding the root systems of all the trees. Water is a gift from which all life springs, all of our existence and everything. But it's not just all around us, it also is within. About 70% of the cells inside your skin are made up of water. And we are here uh, to discuss his approach to creating fun, catchy, educational, yet not didactic music, and the making of his most recent album, singer-songwriter Mark Pagano, musician named Marco with a K, Polo. Mark, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Now, We Are Water is a, it's, it is very catchy and definitely funky. Uh, where do ideas for songs like this come from? Um, so that song, um, I, I kind of started that song with a, I, I work in Logic at my home studio. And so that song started with a drum loop that I just, I liked the feel of the, of the drum loop and mm-hmm. kind of started, put some chords on top of it and I'm not sure where the song idea We Are Water came from, but as I was working on this project, this water theme kind of, it became apparent that that's like the, the theme of the album. So right. um, so that kind of just fed into it. Um, yeah. yeah. And the, the musical choice that you made here, so we use the word funky, not all of the music that is on this album or that you have done has the same genre sort of as the the source, right? How do you choose when it comes to that? Yeah, so um, this, I was a little surprised to hear this as the lead track for our segment today, but um, it's gotten some really good feedback. Uh, it is a little bit outside of my comfort zone. It's like more of a 
rap kind of spoken word piece um, uh, with emphasis on the flow. But I guess I was thinking (laughs) of water and flow and just the feel of that beat as that kind of directed the approach for that song. Mm -hmm. And um, and yeah, it's a direction that, uh, you know, speaks to some of the music I like to listen to that I don't always dip into for um, For my own music. Right, right. Why did it surprise you that we chose this? I I don't know. I just, I kind of thought it was, you know, not, you know, because it's not that my um, normal approach, I'm just a little self-conscious about it, I guess. Oh, okay. (laughs) But it's got, that track has gotten really good feedback. So I'm, uh, you know, I just felt like I was stepping out a little outside of my comfort zone with that one. And so I'm pleased that it's, uh, you know, palatable to everybody. Yeah. Well, and interestingly, this has some connection to your astrological sign, I hear. (laughs) Yes. um, Well, I am a Pisces rising and a Pisces sun. So I'm a double Pisces. So uh, yeah, water is... You know, is, is there in you? <laughs> yes, I am water, and we we are all of us, right? So, and in so far as testing the music, so you said that people have been responding really well to it. How do you test out if your you know your target audience is children? Yeah, so I've I've got two uh, young boys at home, and I try to run stuff by them. Um, you know, maybe more than they would like sometimes. <laughs> but um, I also I also work um, with early childhood music. Um, so occasionally I'll run stuff by children in those kinds of settings and at, at gigs and stuff like that. But a lot of this album was actually really created um, without much of a test market. But, mm-hmm. um, but I did, I was working with my producer, Dean Jones. And so I felt like you know, he was he's always a good gauge of whether it's going in the right direction or how to kind of make it work for mm-hmm. the for the yeah. album. Well, one of the ways that we tease this particular segment um, sort of gives us a, a way to hear something else that you've done. And speaking of test audiences, too, you also work with your audience, or at least those who are, who would be part of it, to make your music. Here's a song that, like We Are Water from earlier, is full of fun facts, like kind of teaching us what it means to be pedomorphic. <laughs> this adorable salamander song come to be? Um, Yeah, so this song was written uh, with a group of fourth graders at summer school last summer at Gateway Elementary. I work with a nonprofit called Springboard to Learning, and I do uh, 
a program called Music Maker. And um, about five years ago, I released an album called Endangered Species Project with my band Fire Dog. And so um, sometimes I, I use Music Maker as, uh, uh, or I use Endangered Species Project and Music Maker kind of come together. And I, I work with kids to where they'll research an animal and kind of get these ideas together. And then we'll put a song together mm-hmm. based on what they find. And I believe I've seen a, an image of what that process looked like. I mean, do kids really get into this with you? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, some of them do. Sure, sure. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, this this one was a lot of fun. It, we, you know, we only had about four meeting days, so it, it, sometimes it's nice when it's condensed like that. Um, it's just like, okay, we've got to get dig right into it. And so they they worked to they worked in small groups to kind of research and pull ideas together. Then we just put everything on a big board, brainstorm it out. And, um, you know, usually I will do some kind of, I like to do this dice game where we'll choose the chords based on the numbers that they roll. Oh, okay. So the interesting thing about this um, this song was that usually the the numbers come up and everyone's like, oh yeah, that sounds good. That sounds, it works. Well, there was like two kids who kept being like, no, that's <laughs> not it. No. <laughs> got to do it again. So we, we kept re-rolling and I was like, I was kind of feeling it with them. I was like, yeah, it's not really, it's not really doesn't express the song or the animal in the way that we want it to. And finally we came up with the right uh, combination of chords that kind of really worked for the song. And yeah. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad they were persistent. And uh-huh. <laughs> so did they like it? Yeah. Yeah. It was a great, I mean, we all liked it and it was, um, you know, that's why I chose to kind of record it and produce it uh, properly because mm-hmm. I just thought it was I thought it was a hit song. Yeah. Well, I know Salaman- uh, axolotls are really popular with kids right now um, and people had been asking me for years to write a song about axolotl uh-huh. after the <laughs> fire dog has a hit uh, about a salamander called the hellbender which mm-hmm. is native to Missouri. So yes. this is kind of a follow up to that. Okay. <laughs> well and you're wearing a, a t-shirt that has is that the axolotl? Yeah, I've got this. I found this shirt online for my summer gigs. It's like a pixelated axolotl. It's a, it's kind of a riff on the Nyan cat, which is a popular internet meme. Yes. And somebody took the cat out and put a <laughs> An axolotl. pink axolotl in there. And so I actually didn't even know about the Nyan cat until I started wearing the shirt. And they're like, oh, Nyan axolotl. Yes. <laughs> it's from some time ago. Yeah. Well, and... Our um, executive producer, Alex Hoyer, and I were talking mm-hmm. about axolotls. Like they're, they're so stinking cute. And I had no idea that this thing existed uh, when I was growing up. So it's, yes, it, it certainly seems to be having a moment. For those who are not familiar with axolotls, you know, either through like children or grandchildren or nieces, nephews, what is it? <laughs> so it's a little, small, pink. Well, they they come in different colors, but the most popular color we see is the pink representation of the axolotl. And they have these like, well, they have these feathery gills on the sides of their head. Um, and they're neotenous. They're pedomorphic, which means they don't ever reach full maturity. Well, usually they don't. So, okay. so that makes them look, have these like juvenile baby-like features that are really attractive to us. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, I've learned a lot about them since I started 
kind of working on this song and you know a lot of the stuff's not in the song but they uh, they were a sacred animal to the Aztecs mm-hmm. and they come from Xochimilco which is the lake in Mexico City yeah and unfortunately that lake has been basically destroyed um, and their habitats are you know demolished um, but it's also one of the most researched animals in the world right now because they're regenerative powers they can regenerate their brain and their hearts. So scientists all over the world are studying this animal to, uh, you know, see if we can use these, these, this power of regeneration to yeah. heal ourselves. So they really are magical. And apparently there are several axolotls in the tanks at uh, the St. Louis Science Center. So I'll be looking out oh, for those next At the time. City Museum, too. There's a, oh. Well, they make really popular pets, too. So my son had two pet axolotls in his classroom last year. Okay. Um, Past tense because he's not in the class. Now. Yes. That, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're still, I think the, they're both doing okay. But, right. Um, but, yeah, they, uh, they, they're easily bred in captivity, so they, okay. they make popular pets. Oh, We're talking with Mark Pagano, whose musician name is Marco Polo. We're discussing some of the songs on his new album, Aquaphonic. And on that note, there is a, another song that I'd like to hear more about. And it was inspired by National Geographic. Now, I'm going to read part of this just to get to give you a, a sort of a sense of the, the contrast The first rays of sun are breaking over the tundra cliffs. The air is alive with the cries of wheeling seabirds. And from the open sea, the pale forms of swimming walruses are approaching the shore below. Their tusks draw crisp white lines through the black water, their breath rising in golden puffs. They're chiming, a haunting, metallic song like a softly ringing bell. It is a sound you hear with your whole body, as if you are underwater. Now that's how I read it. Here is your version, Mark. The first rays of the sun are breaking over tundra cliffs and on the Your version is infinitely better <laughs> than the way that I read it. Mark, tell us how you got from what I read to what we've just heard you sing. Yeah, well, I, I thought it was really beautiful when you read it. Actually, I haven't heard those words just out of context uh, in a while. But I thought, I, I, um, you know, I was it was last spring and spring of 22. And I had just finished my first run of shows. I had an album out called Mammal Music. And I picked up the National Geographic uh, that came to my house after this week of shows. And there was the 
the article said walrus sings and I thought, oh, that like really relates to mammal music. And I read the article and I was really um, inspired by the lyrical quality of the mel- of of the words and kind of a melody just kind of came to me. I picked up my guitar and the song really just kind of wrote itself. Um, and so I was you know, just inspired to make this little demo of it. And I, I contacted the author, um, Acacia Johnson, who's uh, a, an amazing uh, photo journalist. And she doesn't do a lot of writing, actually. This was one of the first pieces that she had oh. published of her writing. And she's does a lot of work around... She lives in Alaska, and she does a lot of work around the, the sea ice and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I just reached out to her on um you know email and i said i sent her the little demo and she she said she loved it and she was like yeah go ahead record it that'd be awesome you know it'd be uh it'd be great to be a part of the project so it was it was really cool to uh make that connection and get to uh you know use her words and in a musical way yeah i mean it, it like struck me as like found poetry mm-hmm. and then you put it to music and it, it, it's not poet voice at all. It's wonderful. <laughs> now, this album, Aquaphonic, um, it was partly made possible by a grant that you got, right? Talk yeah. about that. Yeah, so the Regional Arts Commission has, um, they have annual artist support grants. Um, so you just kind of, you pitch your idea for your project, whatever you're working on, and um, they will give you money to make it make it happen you know you write write your artist your project narrative and your timeline and kind of uh you know um community partners and and your budget and all that kind of stuff and there's money available for uh creative projects out there so um yeah i was lucky to get funding um for this one and and you got to pay yourself, even I think. Um, actually, I did not the, not this time around. But oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but um, I, I was awarded a new another grant uh, the next cycle. Um, so I have a new project I'll be working on, where I will um, yeah get to get to pay myself. I yeah. you know it's it, you can write it however you want. So mm-hmm. um, it's really a neat opportunity and um, something you know just really. Uh, Great resource for independent artists to kind of create new work. And supporting local art. Mm -hmm. So, Mark, why is making music for kids something that is important to you? That's a good question. Um, I I guess I've been making music for a long time. Um, I've been writing and kind of producing my own songs for almost uh, 20 years, and it was always the kids who were like kind of the most enthusiastic audiences. So, um, they, uh, you know, um, I do enjoy performing for adults as well, but, but kids always kind of connected with my music in a special way. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, I think it's just a really cool opportunity to kind of create culture because, you know, they're the, they're the future. Mm -hmm. So, um, and they can be pretty tough critics, so yeah. like those two kids who are like, no, not those numbers. That that doesn't work. They will tell you what they think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I did a lot of shows at the libraries this this summer, and there there's there's challenges, you know. <laughs> so, um, sometimes you get like a really rowdy 
crowd, but that's part of the part of the fun of it is right. to try and like redirect energy. And um, yeah, so I, I kind of got into really writing kids music when I became a father about almost about nine years ago. Yeah. So, um, but it's been a it's been a good niche for me, and um, I've, I've enjoyed it. Mark Pagano is a St. Louis singer-songwriter and naturalist who goes by Marco Polo. His new album, Aquaphonic, drops on Sunday on all streaming platforms. Mark, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. was produced by Aaron Dorr. Audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. St. Louis on the Air proudly supports local artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.